welcome to MS Podcast. In today's podcast, we are going to be talking about becoming the creative mind. Let's get started. Opening our heart to let our spirit be free is to be human. Finally, starting to experience what life has to offer. We can change our outer conditions when we are ready to do it. When we are ready to embrace, we are not alone, but in partnership with the universe. This is when you are on the right path, ready to create the most magical life you wanted to experience. Sometimes we need to sit on the edge of the world, to contemplate life, seeing what we can do for not only ourselves, but also for others. We can create beauty, love, compassion, and kindness if we really wanted to. We can create high hopes for tomorrows by being present in our lives and change our path to be on a correct course. We can learn at any ages to become free, to let our spirit express itself. Why live a life full of regrets when we can be the master of our own destiny? When we break the barriers that are surrounding us and not letting the ego world influence us, but instead influence the ego world. Teaching it to be kind and loving instead of finding it. We can live in our ivory towers to let the world pass us by. But we can also step down and walk on our holy ground with love in our hearts. We can change this world by changing our patterns and living our wildest dreams. The universe in its perfect synchronicity will always prevail for us. We are not alone. We can become limitless, unleashing the magic within us. We are more than the eyes can see. We are multidimensional. We are the one that can start to change the world. Why not start today? Live your life to the fullest by enjoying what you are currently have. Take the time to do an inventory and realize how much more you can create for yourself and for the rest of the world. How about that? This one is a good one too. Let's talk about it. Becoming the creative mind. A lot of time we are living with regrets or envy or jealousy or I want to be this, I want to be that, but I can't because, you know, the other conditions say I cannot. All right. Well, guess what? You can live your life as an observer of your own life if you wanted to, full of regrets. Or you can realize, hey, it's not how or trying to change what I cannot. Because the outer condition, you're never going to be able to control it. You cannot control your outer condition. This is what life is all about. But what you can control is how you react to it. Yes. How do you react are you screaming, yelling, angry, jealous, resentful? Hmm. Or are you more peaceful about it? Are you ready to say, well, you know what? I do not like what I'm experiencing right now. So let's use my imagination. Let's buy, do my little vision board. Yes, Emma said again the word vision board. Never too late to do that. It doesn't matter when you start to do your vision board. It could be in December 31st or it can be in the middle of July. It doesn't matter. It does when you start to do it. That's it. So there is no time or stamp or anything that should dictate a rule that is hidden that's telling you, well, you know what? You only can do it from Monday the 1st of January. You can do that anytime. So creating and changing your outer condition, that's what we do every day. 
What do I want to experience? What do I want? Do I want to live where I'm at today? Do I want to live in that small town where there is nothing for me that I feel trapped in? Or do I want to experience something else? Do I want to travel and live in a different country, different state, different cities? What do I want to do? And make it happen. Why not co-creating that? What's stopping you? Oh, well, I don't have the money. Really? Well, guess what? You can make the money coming your way if you wanted to. So why not start by the beginning? Why not start by making the money coming to you? Why not by making the opportunities coming to you? Maybe when you're ready to, and you're serious about it, the universe is going to be listening to you and just said, okay, Emma wants to move out. So let's make it happen. I'm going to talk back about how I got out of my little town over there of middle of nowhere. And I'm here today. And how did I do that? I crossed a freaking ocean. My goodness. Well, my determination and my perseverance and my imagination. I found a way. And the universe helped me along the way. Ooh, I made a rhyme. Woohoo! Great, I should maybe wrote a song. That should be funny. <laughs> Why not? No, I said that the universe is going to ask me to do that. I'm in trouble. Okay, let's focus back on how I get out of it. Well, as, as I mentioned in my bio, and if you read it, if not, well, you should, because it's very informative on that. I'm going to write a book later on about that. That should be uh, extremely interesting and funny, too, because we're going to make it funny, even if it wasn't at some point. But when... I was young. I, want, I knew I didn't belong where I was. So the question was, how do you get there? How can you get out of where you are and live your life that you're meant to be living? Having not been even giving any chances to succeed because people already had a pre-idea of what I should be doing, which was nothing because obviously I was succeeding at nothing in their eyes. I wasn't good at nothing. So imagine the obstacles to pass. By the outer condition, they were less ideal. By people who were telling me I was not worthy. And living the life we had was beyond modest. It was pretty much poor. It wasn't, we were not living in a Ritz or the Hilton, no, and we didn't have a billion dollar house, absolutely not, because we lost our house along the way, because daddy got in his bright idea to stop to pay the mortgage, because he wanted to stick it to the bank, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm laughing now, but it was one of the most dramatic things when you're a child, you only know one thing, it's your house, and it's taken away from you, and you lose all of your bearings, and you end up somewhere in the city, where you live in the country. Then you're being pushed into the city where it's super noisy and it's like, oh my God, I cannot believe it. I want my peace and quiet. And trying to define what you're supposed to do, knowing you are going to school, into the wrong school, wrong there, everything is wrong. But you keep your imagination going. You keep pushing for something better. You keep in your dreams where your imagination will take you to live. And then you're telling the universe as you're learning those horrible life lessons because they were not funny. Then an opportunity came along and the opportunity was the club med for me. And that opportunity came and I went and uh, did a face-to-face -face interview with those guys. And I told the story. We're five in that room, two chairs. And I don't know if it was a test or not. 
I just grab one and sit on out. So imagine the four other girls had to share the other chair. I was just like, okay. Left over there, felt the interview fail. I felt that dinner went through at all. I felt it was bad. So I didn't say anything, went back, took the train back down from Paris to where I lived in Lyon. And I'm like, okay, this is not good. But still, my imagination was still pushing me. I was like, I'm not going to give up because I know I'm going to get out of there one way or the other. And I know the universe is there. And a couple months later, guess what? The phone rang. It was actually the club mate calling me. They needed somebody in one of their village. And I thought it was a joke at the beginning because you never know. You said there is, and not, I need, I must say, Nobody knew that I was doing this. Um, I don't remember if my mother knew it. I don't remember. Maybe she did. I don't recall. But I will say that outside of my family, so my sisters and my mother, there was the only people who knew, and my uncle, the only, the only people who knew that I was doing it. So they call. I hang up in their face. And I'm like, yeah, it's a joke. It's not that funny. They call me back. No, it's not. Okay. And I had not even a week uh, to uh, get ready and go to the, the, the village. This was my way out. This was the opportunity. It took over 10 years because when I really felt I didn't belong, I knew when I was little I didn't belong. But the harshest part when was I was about 10, 11, this is where it felt stronger and stronger than nothing to do where I was, which was horrible when you, you realize that and you're in your teen years, you cannot do anything because if you <laughs> realize you're a minor, so you cannot take a ticket and just say, well, I'm going to board a plane, <laughs> I'm going to go in another country, live somewhere, then I feel it's the right place for me. Imagine that. Imagine the people who say, sure, I'm up. No problem. And how are you going to live? Where are you going to be? Et cetera, et cetera. So opportunities and synchronicity has to come along the way. It did. It did. But that first opportunity, that little crack in the wall was the Club Med. This was, was for me the first step. So perseverance and determination made me doing it. I did not give up. My spirit will never give up because I know deep inside of me, I was quote unquote, felt like I was dying because I wasn't in the right place. I was unhappy. I never felt right over there. And it happens to a lot of people around the world because you're looking at teenagers and I talked about it briefly on some past podcasts when teenagers are in the middle of their crisis and we're not feeling good and you have a nervous breakdown. It's because we don't feel in the right place. We also are moving from becoming a children to an adult, which makes it harder because we think we know better and we don't. I can tell you that and I'm sure you are listening to me who say, yeah, you're right. Sometimes we don't feel in the right place and we think we know. We think we know better than our parents and in some cases we do. But some others, we don't have the knowledge and the experience. It comes with the years. I must say now, I'm wiser than I was when I was younger. And I was wise when I was younger. But I know more because I experience more. So all of this in bottling to that skinny body of mine was difficult to live, but the opportunity came and it was scary. I must admit it. When they called me, I was so excited. I remember I hang up. I'm like, yes, I finally got to get out of here. Yes, it's my ticket out. 
But in the same time, I was scared to death because at that point, I named it, but I claimed it. And it's like, holy crap, I'm going into the unknown. I'm going to uncharted territory. I was going somewhere I knew nobody. Totally different life. Completely different. A 360. Learning new patterns and learn to discovering myself along the way which was great. I must say the, the portion of discovering who I was was a good experience. But still, you go into the unknown. So that's mean you're not going to go back home. No, you live on site uh, for six, eight, 12 months, year and a half, two years, depends on how long the village is open and um, if you do the rotation or if you're ready to move out, whatever the deal is. So living there was a great experience. Going there was exciting and scary in the same times. But it was the first step, the step where I broke free. I finally punched that walls that were surrounding me, those glass walls, and become free, decided to be who I was. Now, it was the first step. It wasn't the last step. It was the first step in that trajectory that I choose. And it was reinventing myself by becoming who I am, by becoming what will lead me to today, basically. I used my imagination. And I did not. You need to realize uh, we were not rich at all. We were not rich at all. We were pretty, I were called poor. We were extremely modest. And we, we had a hard time. We were just paying the bills, basically. My mother was barely paying the bills for us to live in an apartment. And um, we were making dues. We, were, we had a hard time to make ends meet. So those times were great because, as I said to somebody uh, not even a day ago or two days, my friend Eve, we love, God bless her heart, love her dearly. It's like the Grand Duchess. Those ladies have so much wisdom and uh, spike in their life. They are so feisty. I love those ladies. They are hilarious. But I told, I told Eve, I told my friend Eve, and I said, you know, is in everything that I have done so far, I am glad for one thing. Is my life, from the time I was born to about a few months ago, work, I will say, the hardest time that I ever had. But I'd rather have a life where I have to face the difficulties of my life at the beginning than reach my holy ground and live the rest of my life happy, then have the reverse. You have individuals who will live a happy life at the beginning, and then everything's going to shift. And this is where they, they encounter difficulties in their lives. To, for the rest of their lives, they're going to be battling. They're going to have issues. Mine is reversed. And I thank God for that. Because who I am today is been, I'm not going to say molded, but the experience of my life taught me so much. And there is one thing that even though I left and I had to experience difficulties in my life, personal and professional, one thing that I did is to cap, even though I closed that at one point of time, is to let my spirit be and having an open heart, learning to love, learning the word unconditional love. And the word unconditional love is something that pure, uh, that pure energy is unbelievable because what taught me the most, and I always say that, it's my animals. Every animal that I have taught me a lot, even as a child. 
Um, I always, uh, the most experienced one, and I will always remember, and I think my older sister was still mad at it. My father, in his um, wisdom, again, uh, decided we had dogs. And we had uh, Grendel. So we had two dogs, Katie and Riel. And he decided to have one. But he was a hunter dog, a hound dog. I do not know why. His name, his name was Hector. And I remember we were sitting down and I was on the floor and when the dog came in, so he was a young pup, the first thing that dog did was to run into my arms, which pissed off one of my sister, but he came into my arms. Every animals I had, uh, I always had around, were always coming to me because I had a connection and I still have a connection with all of my animals, um, past and present. But... I love animals. This is one thing that it's always been in my core. So animals taught me a lot, especially in times of trial and tribulation. And at a time like Max, like Wailua, like Mami Bulanilzeb, when they passed away, when it was time for them to go, the anger need not came. It's opening our heart and pouring with unconditional love. This is in those moments or those heartache moments that you learn to open up or not. Some individual will not will be angry. I did not. But it's the understanding as well. They're waiting on the other side for us. So it's like, well, when the times come, I will be more than happy to cross and see them and have a good time because this is going to be fun. The uh, welcome back home is going to be awesome. But it's the understanding of the creativity of the mind. It's the understanding that everything we do and our life lessons are something we cannot escape. So as much as we want to experience in our lifetime and we want to create the beautiful life, we're going to have to learn those life lessons. So we cannot erase them, but we have to face them. And some, I must say, I would have wish I got the short version of it, but the universe did not want it to give it to me. I'm like, come on, people, give me the shorter version because, you know, I want to learn. That's an hour for five minutes and stand and lingering into more than an hour for more than five minutes. Give me something shorter. I like the short version. I like the shortcut. That's nice, especially for bad life lessons. But... When you are opening your heart and let your spirit be free and being human, being human is experiencing, it's learning, it's feeling, then you are walking into your holy grounds. You are realizing what you're made of, but also we can create your universe. You can create, you can change your outer conditions. Nothing is ever permanent. That's why it's very interesting when you're talking about a psychic world. A psychic, we can see. But remember, you are your master of your own destiny, so you can choose to go left and right. It's up to you. The psychic are more there for the awareness. We, we are letting you know what you're facing, what's going to be the outcome, but it's up to you to how you react to it as well because you can take it and say, well, I'm not going to experience that. I want to change it. You can shift it or not. So it is up to you to decide. You are, again, the master of your own destiny. You can decide whatever you want to do. But you can create beauty in your life. Yes, even if the idea, even if the outer conditions are less than ideal. I have done that. I have done that as a young age. I have done that for a good portion of my life. 
change and staring into the right direction until you got to the point then you're on your right on the right track then you are there to experience the love to become what you're meant to be because people can have an image of you that you know can stick in their mind but it's up to them to see if you're ready change or not to see that we're all changing and evolving. If you look at yourself six months ago compared to now or even a month ago, you can change and you have changed. You have evolved. We are evolving. We are all evolving. So no matter what you think, we're evolving. The right path, the wrong path, we're all evolving. It is our life. It is our destiny. So, why not start to do today? What, why, what's stopping you? What's stopping you to become the creative mind? Is it because you got the outer condition or people around you are telling you you're not good at anything? Well, guess what? You're good at something. If I was listening to that lady that taught me when I was a kid, I don't remember how old I was. I was, oh, I was way below 10. I was, I don't know, eight, seven, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Six, seven, eight years old, something like that. And look at me and say she could not help me anymore. I was the last cause. Well, the last cause is doing well today, isn't it? I'm like, yeah. Oh, well, I, I'm capable to do nothing, really. Well, you know what? It's because I wasn't interested in what I was seeing at school. Because it wasn't interesting. It did not capture my mind. It was boring. Going to school for me was boring. I had more interest afterwards. I had more interest to read about history. I had more interest to learn other skills. Then I learned when I was on the job. I learned a lot and I continue to learn. I learned from everybody. I learned from life. But you need to open your mind. And when individuals are already labeling you to something you're not, don't listen to them. Listen to your spirit. Listen to your imagination and continue to push forward because they are not there to dictate your life. You are there to create your own experience, your own life. You are in the driver's seat. Remember this word. You are in the driver's seat. Do not give anyone your power by let them decide what you should be doing. If your spirit's telling you to write a book, to do cooking, to, I don't know, teach, to sculpt, to create jewelries, whatever it's telling you, and you're feeling it deep in your core, follow your dreams. Maybe you, maybe you can start it as a hobby. Just to, you know, appease everybody around, oh, she's doing this as a hobby. But guess what? With technology today, you can put stuff on the net and sell it for jewelry or anything like that quicker than we did it 10, 20, 30 years ago. So there is plenty of possibilities. Possibilities are endless. When you put your mind into it, you let the universe co-create that with you, meaning the universe is the one who's going to put the pieces together. The universe is going to help you to get what you need. One way or the other, it's going to help you. If it's money, if it's supplies, if it's people, whatever you need. But you need to be patient because patience play a role. Again, we're not at the McDonald's on the block when you're going to go in with your car 
push the button, order it, and then a minute later you're in the front waiting for your food and you're gonna pay, pay and then to grab your food, that would be proper, pay first and get your food. No, you need to let and ha let the universe uh, help you along the way, find you the right people, and you need to be patient. You need to be aware of, for me, Crossing an ocean took me over 10 years, way 10 years. It was like about 14 years before I was able to do that, before I take that leap of faith that changed the course of my life. But this is what it took because it took that long. One, I was a minor, so I couldn't go anywhere. Otherwise, I would have been chased and in big trouble. But um, it's letting the opportunity, letting the universe guide you along the way. You have some steps to do. You can, you, before you can go to your big dream, you have to go like what I call it, the incubator. For me, the Club Med was the incubator. It was like, okay, this is how you live your life. This is what we're going to put you as an experience of somebody who's shy, who wants to live somewhere else. We're going to dump you in there. And let you swim. Facing people you don't know. Having conversation with individuals that you would not want to have conversation with. Because again, Club Med, it's uh, 24 by 7. It's people you don't know. That's going to be stay there for a week, two weeks max, or maybe a weekend. And you're going to have to interact with them. You don't have a choice. It's not like you can go and hide. You can't. And you're going to do things that you're not used to. Meaning... Um, doing some singing, uh, dancing, fun, which was super cool. It was awesome. I must say, great pictures, and I will never share with you guys. Sorry, I'm going to keep those pictures for myself. No, they are not bad at all. They're awesome. But no, I don't want these to be trolling on the net and somebody using them for the wrong purpose. But it was great. It was awesome. It was a great experience because it brought me and opened it, the world for me in a way that changed me. And started to make the change and I need it. So again, open your mind and let your imagination be free. Create something you want to experience that is so beautiful that this is what you want in real life. Reality will come when you decide to do that. So why not today? And be the master of your own destiny. Be on the driver's seat and continue to co-create. And use your mind, use your imagination. The bolder the dreams are, the better it is. Because it is so exhilarating when things are starting to happen and you're like, OMG, I couldn't even ask for better than that. Let the universe surprise you and bring the magic of the universe in you, in your life today. So this was our podcast for today. Very, very, very inspiring today. The universe has a lot to share with this. So becoming the creative mind, please do so, guys. There is nothing wrong about using your imagination. We should all be doing it, especially when it's for the highest goods and the highest good of everyone. That's what we need to look for. So we are on our next podcast going to be talking about Every day is a new beginning. Yay. So we are going to be talking about that on our next podcast. Yes. We are co-creators. So every day is a new beginning. When we are going to sleep, we let everything that happened that day away. And when we wake up, we can co-create what we really want to experience in our life. We can change who we are by doing this because every day is a new beginning. So. I want to say, 
Hello to everybody around the world. Yes, I know, I know. Emma is always saying that. But yes, this is my favorite little habit that I love to do. Saying hello to everybody around the world. If you have any comments or would like to schedule an appointment with me, you can go on www.edgintuitive.com. Otherwise, have a beautiful day and I will talk to you later. Bye now. Bye.